0: Welcome back for another Thursday of Raising Serotonin. It is hecking sunny and warm, like 80 degrees warm, which means we're thriving because the sun gives us so much serotonin, which makes us feel so good. Like if you look up a graphic of all of the like serotonin, dopamine, what are those called? neurotransmitter is why I should know what that is a neurotransmitter movement and sun are always on there so I love that but that's so random and you don't need to go and look up anything but so I really hope it's warm or at least sunny near you so you can go outside and get some sun nothing is honestly worse than gray skies and rain for days it actually puts me in the most horrid type of mood I, like, get so unmotivated, and I don't like that at all. I mean, I still do things that I normally do on those days. So don't go and throw away your routine because of the weather. I am 100% and 50,000 per... Ow, I just whack my glasses on my mic. I am one thousand fifty five hundred bajillion percent guilty of doing that. Oh, if it's like, oh, it's raining and I'm just not going to do anything today... <laughs> that literally gets me nowhere and I know it gets me nowhere I mean you can do that every once in a while like it's fine you can be have an off day every once in a while like just where you do nothing but if you are actively avoiding your work or like moving your body and because it's raining or it's gray outside we're just not gonna stand for that because that's not self-love and that is setting up ourselves for failure right there because at least for me I would get so behind on all the things I needed to do when I would do this and avoid everything when it was gray and rainy out so you know how to make sure that you are getting your stuff done versus actually avoiding it so that's good but if you don't message me and we can totally have a conversation about that because like I said I was very guilty of doing that for a very long time but I finally figured it out and It's mainly because I found joy in the things that I'm doing. But again, if you want to have a conversation about it, totally hit me up on Instagram and we can have a conversation. So what I want to talk about today is something that I have talked about before. I would say probably indirectly or just in bits and pieces in different episodes here and there. But This topic has been coming up in my life recently in a bunch of different ways, actually, and a bunch of different different times, so I thought I was going to take today and make this entire episode about this topic because I want you all to understand that you have options and you have ways to grow no matter what, and... I want to talk about breaking the toxic fighting cycle that you have with yourself, especially. But I am going to touch on how to stop fighting the cycle with maybe a family member because that's like specifically what I have knowledge on. No matter what, whoever it is, maybe it's your boss. I hope to God that you don't work with... A boss that's toxic, but some people do. And again, I need you to know that you have options and ways to figure it out and reach out, ask for help or advice. Just please know that you're never alone. But I that's why I wanted to actually take this episode and do this. And there's I'm sure there's a bunch of other different episodes and things about how to break toxic cycles, but I needed this episode when I was going through my stuff. So, I hope that this episode reaches someone that needs it. Let me give you some backstory on what I even mean regarding breaking the toxic fighting cycle. I was basically the definition of toxic. I absorbed it. I projected it. I was walking toxicity and negativity. Everything had to be about me, and if something didn't go my way or as planned, I absolutely made a fit about it i don't know why i did that but i did and i only knew what i knew at the time and we're gonna talk about that but can i say that i really didn't have the most like ideal childhood experiences and this isn't an episode about playing uh, a game of like who did what wrong in life but i was young and developing at that point and all I was surrounded by was my parents fighting or them talking shit on each other or going back in between houses, going back and forth. And that's just not what an eight to 14 year old needs. And I've told them this before. So don't worry, guys, like they know how I feel about everything and the whole situation that we went through. They're so well aware of that. But when you don't understand why something is happening. I truly believe that the situation can end up just being so much worse for that person because it's like it's literally traumatizing when you don't know what's why something is happening in a certain way. Like you can't always know why someone does something, but when there are concrete answers and you're not being told those concrete answers, it's awful you're you're kept out of the loop because you're uh, from in my situation I was too young to know what was going on and I specifically remember both my parents always saying you'll get it when you're older or I'll tell you when you're older and now I do see things way differently at the age of 25 but I didn't think about that then when I was 10 years old being like why the heck are they doing this like I didn't understand I made it more of an issue by causing more issues and being the way that I was and being negative all the time, and I really wasn't a issue-prone child, so to say. Like, it was just more drama within my family. I really didn't do anything in school, at least nothing that I actually remember specifically. Like, I didn't get called down to the principal's office for, I don't think I ever did, but I didn't do that well grade-wise either. There was just a lot of hostile and toxic energy happening during such prime years of my life, which then continued to rub off on me into my teenage and into my early 20s. I feel like 25 is my early 20s, but into definitely from like 15 to 22 is like, I was like really not, that was like my prime of like not being not being well. And I was very, very negative during that time period. And let me add in here, I always heard and knew that you were a product of your environment and you, that you do eventually have the power to change it. But I will say, and I have said before, if I didn't start going to therapy when I did two years back, I don't know if I would have the knowledge and the wisdom that I have now about my childhood, about relationships, about toxicity. And of course, you can always like read books about it. But hearing from my therapist and having that actual knowledge and knowing like what's like not supposed to happen in certain situations. And I mean, if it's quote unquote not supposed to happen, obviously we don't know everything. But like certain things as a child that I should have had and that I didn't get from my parents or didn't get from other children or whatever like it's very very enlightening knowing that you have that there is someone out there for you that you can go and talk to that has that type of knowledge that can be given to you so big big proponent on therapy now but that's a whole different topic. The toxic fighting cycle that I had with myself was the first part that I had to work on, and that may be selfish to some people, but it absolutely was not selfish to me. It like absolutely needed to happen. And I would say that you can work on this at like really any point because it's just it's not just a growth mindset, but it's a growth mindset that it's okay to continuously be working on. So you don't have to be like quote-unquote toxic to start these things. There are, are still things that I fight with myself about and I'm human, we're human, but it's now it is way easier to remind myself you can't say these things to yourself. You can't do these certain things to yourself because that's not how you would want to be treated. That's not how you treat other people. So why the heck would you ever treat yourself like that? Whereas before... I wouldn't even give a flying F. I would continue to be in a continuous toxic cycle because I thought it would get better. I thought it would change. And 98% of the time, the toxic cycle that you're in won't change. Like something has to be removed. And I would continuously tell myself I'm the worst. I deserve nothing. Like I'm the issue because that's what I was being told. I absorbed whatever I was being told. I took it to heart. I said, this is the truth. I believed it. I made it my core instead of actually finding out who I was and what actually I needed and wanted and deserved and all that. I just listened to everyone else. So don't do that. That's bad. That was also a bad time in my life. But let's take a minute and talk about what even I mean by toxicity. I probably should have started with this, but you can always just go to Google and Google the definition or learn more about toxicity yourself. But for this specific podcast episode, the toxicity that was circling my life was having a major, major effect on my mental, emotional, physical health. And I was constantly being judged or questioned rather than loved or supported. And I'm not like saying boohoo, woes me. Like those are just facts. Like that's actually what happened. So, if that something is happening to you, don't let someone else like belittle you and make you think that it's not true. That's also very toxic if someone does that to you. That's called manipulation. It was day in and day out of my mind telling me all of the negative things because, like I said, it was what I was surrounding myself with, but it was I wasn't doing anything about it. And like I said before, like you can't break a toxic cycle until you like something gets removed from it. And so I wasn't doing anything about it. I was just continuing in the cycle and continuing to absorb whatever was coming my way until I hit my freaking rock bottom one day and was basically like I was not well. Like I was like, okay, it's either like I continue to live my life like this or I'm not going to be here much longer. So I needed to actually figure it out right then and there major takeaway from that. Don't wait until your breaking point. Just don't. I know you're not going to maybe be able to pick up toxicity right away, but now that you are listening to this episode and maybe you're going to do further research, you can find things that you can tone in on and learn more about and actually like take note on and see how you do feel about certain situations and how things are happening in your life. And as I mentioned before, I was walking toxicity, everything that was happening to me, I wished upon other people. Obviously, if it was negative, I belittled everyone because I was being belittled. So that's projecting. And if someone even looked at me the wrong way, I would basically tell them to F off. I was just rude and not nice and not cute. We don't love that ever. Never be that way very low again very low point in my life this is like the still the same time period that I was talking about before but those are still the things that I was doing all while I thought that everything was just okay with this I thought the way that I was was okay it just it does not make sense to me now I don't know why but again you only know what you know and I'm not sure if I wanted attention or love or whatever else child needs as a kid but I struggled with keeping a a healthy relationship with both my parents at the same time and not to get like way too deep into personal things on here but my parents have their own set of things that were never addressed so this is me breaking the toxicity cycle in my family and learning how to be a better person, to be a better friend, to be a better daughter, but also learning what to expect from a parent role versus what to what to expect from the relationship that I specifically have with my parents. Again, this is something that you may or may not relate to, but if you do, I would love to talk more about this privately, like off the podcast. So feel free to DM me if you have anything related to all of that situation and I've also mentioned this before on the podcast how I never ever believed in therapy and this may be you as well but I am serious please find someone that you can talk to a therapist isn't going to judge you they're there to help you they're there to validate your feelings and we just need that sometimes and there's nothing wrong with that And throughout my two years of therapy, or at least like the first year and a half, I worked on how to break that toxicity cycle with myself because I needed to relearn how to love myself fully without anyone else's opinions, expectations, wants, needs, and so on, no matter who they were. I don't care who they were. I needed to love me for me because I'm the only person that I'm always going to have. Like I know that's like kind of like, oh, you'll have like your partner and your person like all like that. But like solely you only always have yourself. So I needed to learn to love myself by myself and I needed to learn that I didn't have the best childhood or the best relationship with my parents. But that didn't mean I continued to be toxic to other people. I continued that toxicity cycle like that did that does not mean that at all. Or if someone's mean to me, I'll go be mean to someone else, even though they had nothing to do with anything and they don't deserve it. Like I had to take the time to love myself because if I didn't love myself, no one else could love me and I couldn't love anyone else because I was just going to continue to be mean and to use the examples that I had from my childhood as my examples for a quote unquote healthy relationship with a friend, a partner, a significant other, like family member, again, like That's what my example was. So I needed to take the time to unlearn those things and relearn so many different things. And I'm still learning that. This is like not just like, oh, okay, I did it for a year and a half, now I'm done. Like, no, those are still situations that come up and I'm like, oh, like I need to rework this. I need to relearn it. This is something that I'm constantly going to be working through, especially how to respond to certain situations. But something that I do really, really want to emphasize at the end of this episode, is that if someone is yelling or screaming at you or being crazy, blaming you, being mean, please know that you do not have to respond to anything. And nothing that they say should be taken personally because when people are that heated, they're not actually thinking straight. And I know it's very, very much easier said than done But it's something that you can work on because I thought that everything, every negative thing that someone said to me was personal. And I had a very, very hard time separating that. And now I am like finally at the point where I'm like, oh, like they're just, they're angry at something else. Like I can like feel the projection versus like if I actually know and did something to upset someone. Something that I learned in therapy is that if someone says something to you that is like completely out of pocket, look at them for a second, say like, wait, what, what did you just say? And then they'll think about it and realize how much of an ass that they, (laughs) that they were. That's truly one of my favorite things that my therapist has like ever said to me. Cause she like, she gave me an example too. And I was like, that's absolutely amazing. But people will finally learn to stop speaking before they think. I mean, I would hope when you call them out like that. Something else I learned in therapy is that a good amount of the time, at least in the toxic world, people say things to get a reaction out of you. It's actually sick in the head. I know. I hate it so much. But now that I'm aware of that, I see it so often. And the best way to respond to this is either to not respond or to simply say, okay, I'm going to walk away now. Your power is your peace and you have to protect that peace. Why would you ever take the time to respond to someone that you know is not going to be level-headed? Guess what? You're not. You're not doing that anymore. That's done. Your peace is so much more worth it than getting into it with someone that's not level-headed. You get to make the decision to stop the toxicity cycle when you walk away. You get to make the decision to find ways to learn how you can respond to the, to the people that, are, that you are surrounded by. That is your decision to find those ways that work best for you. Just know you can, I swear. Because I never thought that I would be able to change, shift, grow, like not for a second. Like I never even thought this was in my realm of life. But I did and I did it because I love myself enough to make sure that I am treating myself right to be able to treat others the best to the best of my ability. And I am not perfect in the slightest bit and I still make mistakes. I still say things I shouldn't say, but at least I'm trying and I'm accountable, and I'm making the effort. I'm getting one percent better every single freaking day, and you absolutely can too. You can. Just put in the action and the work, and things will go. They get better for you, I promise. I love you so much, and I will see you guys soon.